podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The Disgraceful Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians, past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah. And I'm Georgie and you're listening to The Disgraceful Podcast. Today we're discussing all things dating fails. Yes, so this week we've both separately found a couple of Reddit stories of bad dating and we don't know each other's stories and we're kind of going to chat about these ones and most likely or absolutely bring in our own dating fails. (laughs) We won't be able to help ourselves. There's been a few. So this is kind of an episode to be like, hey, we've all had dating fails, Mm. whether they're caused by ourselves or... By the other person? In, I feel like for us, it's genuinely the other person. <laughs> Let's, we're amazing. I don't know, I've definitely fucked a few. Really? Oh, I haven't. My mum said I need to stop swearing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, Sorry Lisa. Sorry Lisa. We love you. <laughs> I love, love a few cheeky little F-bombs, personally. <laughs> no, so this week, yeah, we're going to discuss all dating fails and kind of just have a bit of like a friend-to-friend chat of like the online dating world. And not even necessarily just online has caused dating fails. I don't think that's a good way to explain it. No, I think it's like, I, f- I feel like most of them that I've chosen are in-person <laughs> fails. Am I usually online? Because I don't have the balls to speak to men in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the On worst. that note, I think we should talk about um, our disgrace of the week. Yeah, I guess. Is me first? Do you want to go? Yeah, you can take it away. All right, so... I would like to preface that this is the reason I might sound a bit off. Um, I had a sneaky little hospital trip this week with um, gastro or something. We don't really know. But basically, I was throwing up so much that I couldn't even keep a sip of water down. And I ended up in the ED. Um, How are you feeling now? Oh, it's been four days since I've eaten a meal. So... Oh, I'm feeling a little exhausted and loopy and yeah. sick, and but I'm here. And That's why we're keeping it. We're keeping it good, but brief, but you know, a bit fantabulous. Yeah, today. we're keeping it a fun episode because yes. anything more complex than this, I think, my two brain cells I have left um, won't be able to manage. No, <laughs> it is kind of floating around like the Windows Microsoft, you know. Oh. And every time it hits the corner, that's when I have a thought. <laughs> So not very often. No, so almost never. But yeah, you go ahead. What's your disgrace? I think this will uproar you a little bit. I I to preface this, I haven't spoken to the uh, to Sarah about my disgrace. I haven't about the disgrace. All right. So I work in retail. I'll keep it brief. Lucky. (laughs) Anyway, so my disgrace is misogynistic customers. So we sell furniture, and a lot of the male customers don't like it when I pick furniture up and they're like oh I can do it so one customer I had um yesterday when I was working I was like I looked at them and I was like I saw it was a man I decided to you know push their buttons and I was like for fun I do this to every customer for fun every male customer whenever they have furniture items in their like trolley I look at them and I go do you need a hand to the car and it puts them down in their place. But this guy, this is why it's my disgrace. This guy looks at me and he goes, oh, I'll be right. I'm strong. And I was like, um, are you serious? Like, you actually had to take it. You actually had to take it that step further to even, like, flex your muscles at me. Oh, he was flexing. Yeah, he was flexing. Sorry, I was doing Your, your body language didn't show flex. 
consuming but we will get through it and I'm okay <laughs> don't fucking touch me <laughs> sorry mum so sorry. we're gonna go into the reddits now um do you want to take the reddits off? the reddit so as you can tell Georgie doesn't use reddit no I I use it a bit I probably say I listen to a lot more reddit podcasts so yes we are jumping on a very popular trend mm. but for today we thought it would be a nice fun episode we kind of want to keep we kind of want to mix it up between the more serious episodes and where we're also having some more fun in the episodes. Yes. Um, because we know sometimes, you know what, just life is exhausting and you don't always be. want to listen to something serious. Yeah, because I think our aim for the podcast is to have a mixture of seriousness and fun and that is our personalities and we want to reflect that on the podcast. Beautiful. That was like an essay. That was wrote. an essay. It was gorgeous. Um, so, so how we're going to do this is we're each going to share a story. Yeah, so yeah. we kept it simple because Georgie's new to the Reddit. Mm. She didn't know what a subreddit was. I still don't know what it is. I'll be honest. I'm still... It's like one of the, It's like me navigating TikTok. Okay, so we're each going to read a story. Neither of us have seen each other's stories. Um, so it's going to be a bit of a blind reveal, a bit of a... We'll be along for the ride with you. Um, and I guess we'll see what happens. So... Mm. Georgie, did you want to take it away? I'll go first. Okay, I'm ready for it. So I found this Reddit in r slash relationships. It's a post. It's a post. See, I'm... She found a Reddit, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read the subline first. Mm-hmm. Guy I've been seeing keeps asking me to perform sex acts on him while strangers slash his friends watch, masturbate, and then come on me. What? It makes me uncomfortable and I don't know what to do. What's your initial thoughts before I go into the story? (laughs) My stories are so tame in comparison. (laughs) Maybe we should have started with your tame ones. My God. Okay. No, that's a lot. Like, I'm ready to listen, but I can't. Mine are very different to yours already. (laughs) I told you this. Anyway, pre-warned. Okay. Also, everyone that's listening, we just want to note that when we read these stories, we're reading them word for word. They aren't our words, um, no. so we don't necessarily agree with what's in the stories. Um, from the sounds of what Georgie's about to read me, I definitely don't agree with what's happening. And Neither she do I. Doesn't want to do that. I mean, all all for everyone doing what they like to do, but only if it's consensual. Yes. Alrighty, Georgie, All hit right. it. Forty-three male. I've been seeing for four months. Keeps asking me, thirty-three female, to perform sexual acts and have sex with him while other random men slash his friends watch and masturbate. And he wants them to come on me. (laughs) I have never done anything like that since I'm super, not super sexually experienced. And on paper, I don't have an issue with voyeurism. Like, I think it's kind of hot and I would try it. However, I have a big problem with wanting him to... All right. You're gonna start again? No. I feel like you might need to. Okay. I need to just make it. The way you read that, it was like. I just need to make it bigger. Maybe, yeah. 
We don't like, need what's in the back screen. No. No. Um. Jesus Christ, this is getting wild ride. Is it a wild ride? Um, I can't remember. Okay, go for it. Change my eyes. Alright. <clears throat> uh, sorry, that was a joke. Ha, huh, kidding G. Guy, 43 male, I've been seeing for four months, keeps asking me, 33 female, to perform sexual acts and have sex with him while other random men slash his friends watch and masturbate. And wants them to come on me. I have never done anything like that since I'm not super sexually experienced. And on paper, I do not have an issue with voyeurism. Like, I think it's kind of hot and would try it. I, however, have a big problem with wanting his actual friends to be the ones doing the watching. And especially with the last part. I absolutely do not want my body to be a receptacle of strangers' semen. So, okay, so what I'm getting from this, it hasn't happened. No, it hasn't happened. Okay, that's, yeah, look, okay. He has brought, I'll continue reading. Clearly it's reading. been brought to the table more than once. Yes, though. it has. I have told him this every time he brings it up, which is a lot, mm. and to drop it. All right, firstly, now I have my problem. Yeah. There's my official bit of problem. Okay, I don't know if anyone who's listening actually needs to hear this, but the simplest way to explain consent it is that it's given freely. Yes. So that means without pressure, without having to ask multiple times until someone feels like they have no other option. All right? Mm-hmm. And this Reddit poster says it makes them very uncomfortable, but more than the act he wants me to perform. What really might be the deal breaker is the fact that he keeps asking when I've clearly told him no mm-hmm. and refused again and again. I think that's a big problem, personally. I mean, I, I think it's hard, though. But like, I'm not saying... Let me rephrase what I'm about to say. I think it's more than a big problem. Because like, I can see from... I'm trying not to read, read ahead. But I can see a very big red flag in that. I think there is the potential to have the discussion and be like, hey, you know, this... And this is, like, to any sexual act. Being like, hey, this is actually not something I'm interested in. Potentially, I'd be interested in something else. But once I have said no, that is the end of the discussion. Yeah. You can, or even, you know, even if you want to have a bigger discussion about if there's something, you know, whatever. You're you're in a relationship, you can have a bit broader discussion. But once you start bringing it up again and again and putting that pressure on... It makes that person feel as if the only way they can stay in that relationship with you... Is to do it. Is to do... Yeah, do we asking of them? Yeah. It's not just a very big red flag. If it, It's becoming into where, you know, it's sexual harassment or maybe not even sexual harassment, but heading towards where sex is going to have to happen to an extent unconsensually Yeah. because she's f- going to feel like there's no other option. Look, what I've heard so far, I think if she were to potentially bring up the fact that what she doesn't have an issue with the act itself, she has an issue of the fact that the friends are there, and if she brought that up with him, maybe. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, yes, if she can have that discussion with him being like, hey, it's actually, you know, this is a possibility for me, 
this like doing some voyeurism. Yeah. However, it cannot be this context. However, I'd like to preface that conversation is that they need to first have the conversation of you pushing me and pushing my boundaries yep. is not okay, is not what should be happening in a relationship. And I feel like this is heading outside, you know, what you'd consider pretty normal, not normal, but like vanilla sex. This is somewhere where you've got to have a lot of trust in that other person. I think if you're and doing anything other than vanilla sex or something that both you and your partner are like just generally comfortable with, I think there needs to be a bigger conversation. Well, yeah, and how can she go into it trusting him? And apparently it's only been like four months or whatever. Yeah, which time isn't the issue. It's more that they they can't have... There's not that trust he's allowing to be built there. Mm. And how can she want to try this new thing, especially when there are other people involved and that she is going to be pushing her boundaries? Yeah. Um, How can she trust him to be her person during that time? If there's something she's not comfortable with with that starts going on how can she feel comfortable to put her hand up and go hey i actually need this to stop you know what i'm not enjoying this anymore which you should be able to do anytime during sex especially when you're trying i mean anytime but also especially when you're trying something new definitely how can she trust that he's gonna go okay we're gonna stop where we are or we're not gonna push this any further i'm gonna check in on you yeah anyway continue I'm already, I'm already riled up. Yeah, you are. Um, okay, so then it goes, now this is all while sexting, since we're from two different countries oh. and long and long distance. Oh. And I know things can get carried away when you're on the phone, and the fact that it turns you on doesn't necessarily mean you want to actually do it. In person, he has never asked me anything like that. And when we are intimate, he's really caring, gentle, and not pushy at all. For example, I have a small body and sometimes it's hard for us (laughs) to actually get it in. And he's never acted frustrated about it. Sorry. I misjudged that. I thought she was really just being like, I'm skinny queen. No. Sorry, my bad. Mm, Acted frustrated (laughs) about it or tried to do it when it's obviously hard for me. In fact... When it has happened, he has often reassured me and like, it's okay, we can try later, I don't want to hurt you, and cuddle me. I feel like I've got some thoughts quickly. I agree, when you're sexting someone, often things can go really to the extreme. Obviously, that's an issue in itself, but I'm just saying that she's on the money in terms of, if unless it's brought up in person, not necessarily. I no. Not necessarily. See, I agree with you, but I disagree at the same time. Some of the stuff that's been said to me. And no, like, no, no. But I agree with you that when people are texting, because it does take that, you know, it, judgment. That, yeah, it takes the judgment away. Yeah. You can't see the other person. You know, you <laughs> might be able to live out some of those fantasies that you don't necessarily want to act on. Yeah. My issue is, if it was that it might have been brought up as a hypothetical, as like, you know, oh, imagine this, imagine Mm. we're doing this, you know, or number two, as like a question once or twice. I mean, we we don't have the messages, so we're just making assumptions. But, yeah, Yeah. from the details we've got on this story, it sounds like him requesting this is happening over and over again, which makes me feel that potentially, maybe it's the only time he's got the courage to discuss it. Maybe. But I feel that. I feel like it might be something he does want. Yeah. If he 
if it's the topic he keeps bringing up. But yes, yes I feel like continue. No, but as we said, you've got that extra courage because you can hide behind the screen. 100%. Okay, so I really don't know what to do since these two behaviours seem to contradict each other. If he is even remotely like that in the flesh, I wouldn't have taken it for a sec, but he's not. I also don't want want to kink shame him, but, like, come on. This, is, this, to me, seems very degrading. Last night he made a joke about wanting to fuck my friend. So, yeah, he's either an asshole or just a big cultural difference. <laughs> Sorry, just continue. So am I taking this too seriously or are these actual serious red flags? Is this breakup worthy? Okay, well... <gasps> I want to go! Um... Definitely not kink shaming. I think no. The issue isn't. I think kink. There's a difference between kink shaming and being something you're comfortable with. And for you, that feels degrading and not something you would enjoy. That's not kink shaming. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it's the main issue that it's something he would be interested in. The main issue is that he keeps bringing up. And so I'm coming from when I say this, I want to come from this. I want to come from the perspective of being in the relationship, and I know when you're in one. Like, you often can't see the forest from the trees. Yeah. Because you're inside of it, it, you're getting a different view to people on the outside. From the outside, I'm like, break up, there's something happening here. But if you're in the relationship, obviously, you're not going to take that advice because clearly, you know, there's something she sees in him that we don't. I know, I know, I can... I'd like to say Georgie's making very cringe cringe faces, and I agree. I mean... I would say run for the hills because this is... I say... I personally say run for the hills only because of the fact that she's uncomfortable and she's brought it up many times that she's uncomfortable with it. I think... Whereas, you know what I mean? I think maybe, but I also think... Because me getting degraded in bed, um, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm not coming from a, oh, I would like to do it, therefore she's in the wrong. I'm coming from a, this is wrong because... No, She's I'm, I'm trying to come, like, we're coming from different perspectives, I feel like. My perspective is being someone in a relationship, you have you have very different, like, feelings while you're in it. Like, you can't tell someone to break up with their boyfriend often because... Mm-hmm. All right, you know what next episode needs to be? Safety when trying new things. Yes. No, but first, let me finish my rant. Yes. Is that once you're in a relationship, yeah, it's going to be hard to say, just break up with him. Clearly there's issues. It sounds like there's other issues happening that she's not mentioning in this post. But from what I'm gathering is that potentially, you know, I would sit down and want to have a proper conversation and be like, hey, this is the seriousness of your actions. If you continue to bring it up, like, that's end game for me. Like, I can't keep having this conversation. The person I get often over text is very different to the person I get in person. Yeah. I, or something like that. And you need to say, what is happening here? Because I believe once someone shows you their true colours, whether they show it all the time, that's their true colours. You know? Yeah. If you see that little side of them, it's like with my ex. He would be saying nasty things, you know, and didn't give a shit about anyone else. And in the end of the day, but he gave a shit about me. But in the end of the day, he did the same thing that he he told them that he did to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think there's a pattern of behaviour and I think it's an absolute no, but I think, yeah. you know, if you're in a relationship, you can't tell someone just to dump them, have no, a conversation. Can't. 
But yeah, I think that's important. Alrighty, and now it's my turn to share my story. I feel like we went very different routes with our stories. We definitely did. <laughs> so um, I got mine from Ask Reddit, and it was um, tell the story of your best slash worst day. Um, so these ones are kind of old, but I uh, hopefully no one's heard them. Alrighty. Are you ready? I'm ready. I went on a first date and the guy was a bit odd. But okay, that's cool. I can do odd. He had a bachelor's degree in IT, but was unemployed and living in his grandma's house. We don't have ages. but um, Not my idea of a turn on, but I can deal. We went to Indian food, which I love. We enjoy the food and we talk a bit more. He, he, mm. he had never had a long-term relationship and had only slept with one girl. So yeah, lots of fun red flags at this point, but I like conversations and the guy seemed a bit lonely. (laughs) 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 Yikes. Anyway. Um, So dinner is winding down and I'm contemplating my exit strategy for afterward. Then it happened. Dinner was over. We're about to head on our way. But before we could, he picked up the plate and licked it. Licked it clean at that. Not just a single look. Not just a single lick, but the whole goddamn plate. Jesus. After my amazement subsided, he invited me back to his, well, his grandma's place. I politely declined, of course, and did, which I think is a favour. I sat him down and explained some of the things he did wrong over the day. I hope he used the information I gave him for the next day. Honestly, props to her. I would have just left and been like, oh, I'll see you next week. Psych. <laughs> Psych. Because I feel really guilty. Um, That's I just funny. thought that was quite funny. Um, I feel like I feel like I've done that too, where I've known things prior to going on a date, but like some things are like okay, and I'm like, oh, like he's good at chatting. Like we get along, even yeah. though the back of my brain's going, he's you're not gonna have a future or see anything with him. I've only actually been on one proper first date. I've been on too many. Yeah. <laughs> I, got it. I just, I've tr- gone, like, because my thing, I had a thing for a while where I was like, oh, like, just go on a date. Like, you're either going to enjoy it or you're not. Mm. I'd always have an exit strategy, so I'd yeah. only have to stay an hour at most. And um, I used to have it, like. Yeah, you did. I used to have a plan, ready to go. I'd Which stay- is great for safety. Well, for also for safety, but also, like, I feel like talking online is so different Ooh. to when you meet someone in person um but like looking at this story it just makes me laugh i love that she sat him down because i've done that before you, yeah you have that's what i was thinking i was like sarah did you write this no <laughs> so there was once a guy i went on like it was our second time seeing each other and the first time was okay it was like in a, like a neutral setting and like with other friends and stuff and we'd like met each other and it was nice enough and i thought you know he's a little bit awkward and stuff but like whatever anyway Next time I see him for a date, oh my god, it was just terrible. It was if we if you have listened to I think it was in the first episode the slapping one. Yeah, um, and you're this, this is guy. the same man. Yeah, I was hoping. Yeah, same man, and he messaged me the next day going, "Wow, you know, like I could see a future. Like I would love taking on another date this week. Like, like I really like think you know." you could be my girlfriend and I just thought after everything after even just like reading anyone's body language or anything like that you'd be able to understand that was not a good date that date went bad that was horrendous that was was horrendous and 
I was like, I said to him quite nicely because I thought oh, maybe he's just a bit clueless. I was like, look, honestly, these are the reasons <laughs> it wasn't good for me and I'm really sorry, but I don't want to see you again. I love how this, and in this comparison is- to the first episode, if I remember correctly, you said, on, on what planet on this earth was that a good day? <laughs> and now you're like, look, I don't... <laughs> no, I'd like to say, I, I that was my internal monologue. Yeah, was I know. on what bloody planet, because this man, but in my head, you know, I'm thinking, i got to be nice. Yeah. Like, there's no need to be nasty. I, I can just give him some points for the future. Help, help a man out. <laughs> Maybe just don't slap a woman. Just... Well, it's not even that. But there was a lot that went on during that. Like, <laughs> like, it was more that we kiss and then you get smacked across the face out of nowhere with no, like, that wasn't it. And look, that wasn't even the worst thing that happened. No. I, and I, I, one day, one day I'll share the story. Um, no, so I wrote him a nice message and said, hey, like, these are the reasons it wasn't good for me. I'm really sorry. Um, but I don't really want to see you again. I hope you understand. And then this man lost his shit. He tried to make me feel so guilty. He was like, Dad, what all my insecurities, blah, 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 And, like, was coming at me and I said, look, please, like, these are not insecurities. These are, this is bad behaviour. Mm. There's a difference. And, like, I don't want you to contact me again. And so he, like, he's, you know, left it with a, well, you know what? When I met you for the first time, your friend was way hotter. I would have rather gone on a date with her, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mate. <laughs> she probably had the smarts about her not to go on a second date with yeah. you. <laughs> I'm just an idiot who decided to. No, and then if I was, and then no, but I feel like my reaction was quite beautiful. Yeah. I took it was on Snapchat, so I took a screenshot so it notified him. Then I wrote, "The group chat's gonna yeah, love this." Yeah, said that. That was hilarious. And um, we left it at that, and he still hit me up for a while afterwards. I can't with that. Oh, I forgot to tell you on people hitting you up. The unconsen- the guy that unconsensually put his dick in my ass, um, obviously. You're dating now. No, we're not dating now. He messaged me the other day. It was he followed me and he was like, "Hey, hun." And then Dario responded back with a um a voice memo that said, "Get the hell out of here." Because <laughs> obviously I have a boyfriend now. Um, I love Dario. Oh, if anyone could hear Dario's voice doing that, I yeah, would picture it. It was hilarious. Um, I have it on my phone, but my phone's recording. But it's it was hilarious, and I was like, oh, get out of my life, please. Well, as I said, I've only really been on one date, <laughs> and it was shit. The ones, you it the was first sh- date. Yeah. Who um, was your first date? My ex-boyfriend, and um, I dated him for two years, and I wish... The date didn't go well. I don't know what I was... I think I felt bad. But, like, he... We need to stop doing that. (laughs) Yeah, dating people we don't actually like. Well, I've hopefully stopped that. (laughs) Shout out to George's new man. Does she actually like you or does she feel sorry for you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually had this conversation with him yesterday. (laughs) And what he knows you feel sorry for? No, no. Broken people, and I hope, and at this stage, he's not broken. I feel like the good moral of the story is don't be like Georgie and I, who will continue to go out on dates with people that we feel like we could fix. If you think you can, Mm. you know what? Actually, I got the best bit of dating advice. All right, hit hit the 
listen and to And I've you. been thinking of it every time I match with a new person because I'm hitting up that bumble grind. I was having a conversation at work, actually, and one of my colleagues said, where are you meeting these men, Sarah? Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows about my DH and my ex. And I said, oh, Tinder. And they're like, maybe try Bumble. And you know what? I actually took that home with me. I said, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll give something else a go. Um, so anyway, I'm on the Bumble grind. But I've been thinking of this every time I chat with people, is that if... You had to continue to date the person as they are and the changes you feel like they could make or you'd like them to make, would you continue to date them or would you be happy being with them long term? If the answer is no, they are not your person because you cannot guarantee change. Like, and I'm not talking about little things like, I don't know, the way they cut their hair. I'm talking about if your core values and your core beliefs and where you want your lives to go are not the same and do not align, then they are not your person. I love that. Yes, maybe with time you can change them. Mm. And I've learned this the hard way. Just did I not learn this the hard you way? You did learn this the hard way. And just to add to that, it's like only things that you can change easily. Yeah, yeah. like I'm talking, I'm I'm like, talking I'm looking about at Sarah and I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate Sarah's glasses that she's got on. That can change. Fuck! But her personality can't, so... <laughs> I've just unlocked new insecurities. No, your glasses are pretty, and I really do like you, personally. A little too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm not talking... Like, when I say that, I'm talking about your core values and your yep. core goals for your life. Because... It, and this is when we're talking about dating seriously. If you're just looking for a friend with benefits or whatever it is... Who cares? It doesn't matter. That's oh, as long as they've got basic respect, who cares? Yeah, like, those yep. kind of things... But if you're looking to someone you want to date seriously, you can't guarantee you'll ever change that person. Mm. Maybe they will come meet up with your values or they will for a time, as I've learned. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> learn, yeah. learn from me. My auntie has a three-month rule because I feel like they show their true colours at three months and if your values and their values don't align at three months, cut it. No, I feel like there's stages to this rule. I'm in agreement. Yeah. So, you've got your three months and you get to know them, who they are as a person. Yeah. I believe you got your one year rule. Yeah. Which is when... Shit you... really hits the fan. <laughs> are you looking at me? No, I'm even talking about myself. Like, you become... Yeah, like, you've had... Yeah, so you've your one... So, you've your three months, your one year, I believe, and then either the two or three year mark um, is kind of when you see... Because after that time, they can no longer hide... Yeah who they are or what goals they're trying to keep up to. It also is when... Or no goals. <laughs> yeah, or no goals. And it also is that time when you look at kind of, especially that three-year mark is when people start going 100%. Do I want to end up, you know, like this is talking in cis, you know, people that want to get married and that. But generally it's that time when it's like, am I going to pop the question or what's happening here? Um, so I believe they're kind of your three markers. Yeah. Three months definitely is when you 100% well, will know. You'll definitely see. If you see. don't want to waste your time, three months is where it's oh, like no, you're no, in no. or you're out. No, I mean as in like if they've got some more deep-seated things yeah. and things aren't going to work, you're, you're not going to figure them out till later down the line. But yes, 100%. I definitely agree with you. Um, and Hit on me that with your note, next story. I'm going to, yeah. Hit me with your next fucking story, babes. Oh, sorry, mum. All right. 
my female 22 best friend male 22 is being hostile towards me after i said i couldn't have casual sex with him what do i do cut him off (laughs) (laughs) continue keep having casual sex with him all right no she said can't yeah but i would continue but she might have a reason no she hasn't had any casual sex with him yeah my after i said i couldn't have casual sex with him yeah no i couldn't continue to have casual sex with oh, him. all right all right right sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is your story babe my female 22 best friend male 22 have been close best friends for over a year now i think i've seen this one before we're both in college <laughs> met last year and became really close very quickly we used to do everything together, e.g. grocery shopping, movie nights, etc. This became to a point where people even thought we were a couple. He's done things in the past that have made me think he's interested. Ooh, sorry, I read ahead. Forehead kisses, going out of his way to comfort me, picking me up and spinning me around, etc. But in tend to that, he also sometimes makes comments about how he's not attracted to me. Or essentially implying that he thinks he can do better than me. It's been stressful semester for both of us. He's been dealing with some family issues as am I. And I've been having some health problems. And it's my final semester. He's been making some comments towards me lately that are mean, rude or passive aggressive. Which understandably have been hurting my feelings. I've expressed this to him and he apologised every time. A couple of weeks ago we drunkenly kissed. We talked about this the next morning and decided it was a bad idea to risk our friendship. A few days later, he told me he was interested in having sex with me. We talked about it. He said he was not interested in a relationship with me and I told him that I couldn't have casual sex without adverse effects on my mental health. Literally. We mutually agreed that it was not a no to both. We then kissed throughout the rest of the night and that was it. Okay, (laughs) all right. Now he's been continuously making those comments to me, ignoring me when I ask him to hang out, and just overall being not a great friend to me. The comments have gotten worse since the talk, and despite expressing how they made me upset and him apologising, it's continuing. I'm worried that he's lashing out at me because I've essentially rejected him, sex-wise. I also think it could be that he's dealing with a lot right now and he's just taking it out on me. No, honey. But I can't keep handling the messiness. It's giving me anxiety and it's affecting my mental health. I'm not sure if I just let him continue on, confront him or distance myself. He's my best friend and I don't want our friendship to be ruined. Hate to say it, I think it's ruined. Their friendship is definitely ruined. Yeah. I... I See, I have... Again, I have two frames of mind. As I seem to... Apparently my two brain cells can't agree today. <laughs> no, they cannot. And the two brain cells have different thoughts. But my first thought is... Mm, they're both in the wrong. Oh, I agree. He's more in the wrong. Yep. But most... A lot of friendships, especially ones with straight... <laughs> making me nervous. <laughs> making me nervous. Um, especially ones with straight male and female counterparts. 
I feel like straight people seem to struggle with that kind of relationship as is. And then you bring in the night of kissing and the forehead kisses and all those kind of things. I think the night of kissing is the main concern. Um, I agree. A lot of them won't survive that if you're on different pages. And I also feel like, obviously, he's doing way worse things. Like, he's like the he is lashing are, out. He's lashing it's, out and yeah. he's acting, you know, he's had his feelings hurt, so he's deciding to act out in, you know, again, in a sexually aggressive way. Yeah. In aggression towards it. Yeah. But my main concern is that, like, their, prob- their friendship probably isn't going to survive this. I don't think it will. I also feel like he seemed to want the best of both worlds. Either he thought maybe we could say casual sex because, you know, that's less scary than saying, hey, I'd like to get serious with you. This is... But it also is like, hey, I can get... You're kind of like a girlfriend without a commitment. This That's what I mean. That's the issue with, um, I find, society at the moment. It's like, I want it, but I don't want it. Yeah, I want it, but there could be better options out there when I swipe my apps. So. Yeah, like, oh, the grass is always green on the other side, therefore I'll keep you in my paddock for now and then let you go later. Oh, my God, that was beautiful. Do you think straight males and straight females can be friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, of course I do. I'm, I've had a lot of male friends in it's my lifetime. when the just boundary friends. gets crossed. I think, yeah. I think is it's, when it gets messy. Yeah, I think the issue is that straight hetero relationships don't survive very well when these boundaries get crossed. I agree. Um, some do, of course. There's always exceptions to the rule, but out of all like the people I know... I feel life, like if he didn't wasn't being an asshole to her because he got rejected, like if he wasn't lashing out and they had a sit-down conversation where they actually said, hey, look... What were the comments? Um, she didn't give any examples... Yeah, I think, I depending on the severity of the comments, I think they need to. If they're he best said friends, he could do better than her, which is really interesting. <laughs> if they're really best friends, up, which is I think he has feelings for her, but doesn't make me. I don't love that comment in general because yeah, if that person's your best friend, you you would hope that you'd think quite highly of. Yeah, <laughs> imagine I look at you and like I can do better. Like that's just Good fucking luck, babe. That's exactly. I mean, we've got that attitude. We've got that attitude, but that's the thing is it's really affected her and he shouldn't be saying that to us. Yeah, I think... If my male friend said to me that he could do better than me, I think I'd probably slap him in the face. I'd probably be really upset. I'd be like her. I'd just be like, are you serious? Like, you and I are meant to be best friends, yet you're out here saying that you could I do think, better. I think the issue, especially also in straight, hetero, like, friendships, whatever, of different sexes um, or gender, whatever, is that you... You feel like you can't have that open conversation like you can with your girlfriends. Yeah. But I think what needs to happen here, depending on the severity of the comments, because we don't know what they are, is that, yeah, they need to have a conversation and be like, she needs to sit down with him and go, hey, this behaviour isn't okay. We shouldn't have done that. That, yeah. the, that wasn't right. <clears throat> and I'm sorry for my part, I played in it. Yeah. You know, take ownership for your behaviour as well. I think that's always important. Um, but overall, I think she needs to just go, hey, like, I don't think it's going to work out for them because apparently I'm reading, rereading a bit and it says we mutually agreed that it was a no to both, no to a relationship and no to casual sex. So therefore they both said no, but I think someone's just holding out on that. I think the friendship's done. Sorry. <laughs> Georgie has called time of death on their friendship. I think they could have a conversation. I just don't, I don't think we've they got They could bounce context. back. They could bounce back, but at the moment, nah. 
I don't. The friendship's ruined. And on that note, I would love to hear a worst date story from Sarah. Georgie has ended their friendship. All right. So <laughs> now we're back to mine, which has got the worst dates. Um, I This one's just some dot points. Um, so the writer of this Reddit post says, here's my worst date. Um, I'll just give you the highlights. And I thought this was short, sweet and beautiful. <laughs> All right. So dot point one. He made a big deal out of faking bipolar disorder to score disability benefits from the government. <laughs> Tried to give me tips on how to do it for extra cash. <laughs> that is so messed up. Oh, my God. I don't even know how you fake that. Like, the effort. I think the effort going to having to fake. Like, I'm thinking of settling. Yeah. The effort you'd have to go into fake it would be harder than getting a job. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, Seriously. Um, and obviously there's all the other parts of that that are wrong, but just in terms of the actual getting it fat. Anyway. Oh, God. Point two. Went on and on about how women only like guys who are 5'9 or taller. He's like 5'2", and I hadn't said a word about his height, or the height of anyone for that matter. <laughs> He's just insecure. He's <laughs> just like the short kid. Actually, I was like, I'm insecure. Uh, yeah. I've got a funny story that I'd love to share about height. If that's okay with you. Please share. I dated a short king. My first boyfriend was a short king. Oh. Well, I I'm not I'm into okay tall guys, personally. Just one wore heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was fun. But it was really funny. Um, I've got two stories about short people. One, I met one of my boyfriend's friends the other day, and he's quite, <laughs> sh- he's quite short. But I felt like I was looking down on him. But apparently to him, we were the same height. Like, he was like, I'm 5'1". And I was like, but I'm 5'1". Yeah, it's, I'm like, looking I'm like, it's like on dating apps, though. <laughs> yeah. They, they say, like, 5'9". You're like, okay, so you're like, 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, I hate like that. Five. Be honest. It, no one's going to come out and be like... Either don't put it there because it's your insecurity, or yeah. be honest about it. Yeah. Because most... I would say most women don't actually have that big a problem with no. it. Yeah, obviously, if we're meeting someone, of course it's nice for them to be taller. Well, that's personal preference, but the thing is, is that I'm not going to, if I, I'm quite short, so anyone's taller than me, but I'm not going to be like, she's a short queen, I'm a short queen, but I'm not going to be like, oh, let's measure you, what's your height, because as long as but they're like somewhat, I'm 5'6", and I can't like, tell oh, what your height is, but I yeah, know that no, you're taller than me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. coming from someone that's a little bit taller, and that can be taller than guys, I'm like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, I think I'm 5'6", or 5'7". Yeah, about that. Mm. I, I, if you've lied on your dating app or <laughs> whatever, I can tell. I'm tall enough to go, if we're not the same height, you're shorter than 5'7". Mm. And you've said you're 5'9". Doesn't bother me if you just didn't lie about it. Literally. <laughs> just be honest. And then a second. All my guys are bald and they wear hats in all their photos. And they're like, to add height? Or like. No, 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 bald. Like. But I was bald for a while. So oh, like, sorry. That's very alopecia-phobic of you. No, I just think, be honest. Yeah, be honest. But then you get a shock and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't realise. Yeah, just be honest. But on that, I saw this funny TikTok the other day where they came around with the little microphones and they're like, what's your height? And they tell the height. They're like, can I measure you? And then the ones that you can tell lied about their height are like, no, or like walk away instantly. And it was hilarious just watching the men crumble because they had lied about their height. And then one could... I'm not going to tap on the table. I've and been then, banned from tapping on yeah, the table. And then can we measure, like, can we measure you? Point three. Bragged 
about how he was banned from the entire city and how it amazed him that he was it was so easy to get back in. How can you be banned from a whole city? Uh, that's a lie. But anyway, that's got to be a lie. You, I'm coming in with some great stories yeah. on the back end of these points. Yep. Four. Gave a 20-minute tutorial on the best way to punch a woman. I'm speechless. <laughs> and this is why you never let a man pick you up for a first date if you've met him online. Meet him there. Have an exit strategy. Yes. Have a friend say just dad and your phone will work. Yes, I agree. Started over and over again that he wasn't into BDSM. I don't know why he chose to start off the night with that. I didn't say anything about sexual preferences or fetishes the entire time. <laughs> I love why it. I just get it yeah, so out of pocket. They're like, I don't like BDSM. And then it's like... What? I am into a freaky woman. <laughs> I cannot keep up. That's what I mean. And then it's like, when did I say that? But did I ask? No. Um... I, I just think the middle two points are very funny to me because I think I'm not going to be the only person that's been on a date with liars. Absolute liars. Yeah, so I find the bragging about being banned from the entire city in a punching tutorial very funny. Not because it's actually funny, but because I have been on a date with a guy who said stuff like this and I went out with him for months. Yes, that is right. I'm a dickhead. You are a dickhead. And... Because everything else was so good, but occasionally, just every so often, he would throw in a walloping lie. See, I just about can't. how his friend had this crazy girlfriend, and they had to organise to get an AVO against her, and all this. But like the way he would say, like I believe that can happen. But the way it was said, I didn't believe it. Mm. It has nothing to do with the fact that it was an AVO against a girl or anything like that. On this. Did he actually go to hospital or was that a lie too? What hospital? Me? No, him. When? Do you remember when he was in hospital and he used it as a... No, it's not me. Maybe he did. No, he messaged you and this was this whole thing that he messaged you because he was in hospital and he wanted to talk to you. We're talking about the same person. Oh, I'm talking about a different guy. Sorry. Yes, there was another guy that guilted me into talking to... Him after I tried to end it with him because he was in hospital. I did that. No, I didn't. <laughs> and that was a different guy and the guilting worked. Unfortunately. I, I must, you know how I am. I know. I even, feel when I, even when I told you, and that's the thing, you never listen to your friends. You've got to work it out for yourself. And I know that. Yeah, I've got to make my own mistakes. And apparently yeah. a goddamn lot of them. Yeah. Um, no, so, and he would throw in, like, stories like that, or, like, I don't even want to admit to some of them, because I'm like, why did I not run for the hills? I need therapy. You do go to therapy. Um, I just date an asshole. Yeah, I seem to like liars. I ended up, see, I do like liars. Think about it. Yeah, you do. So you my, go for people that have a facade and then you get really disappointed when their facade comes off, even though you can kind of tell that it's like... The mask I can is see like, the cracks. Yeah, you can see the cracks because you're like, oh... But I you, think I can It was really problematic of what you said before. This is problematic to yourself. Not <laughs> in terms of problematic you're going to get cancelled. It's the fact that you said, oh, he's a really nice guy except sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh... <laughs> Yeah, like, if I came to you and was like, oh, my God, he's a really nice guy, but, like, sometimes 
he um punches me. Like, you know what I mean? That's how it, <laughs> this wasn't as bad. It wasn't as he bad. He supposedly um was a superhero sometimes. Okay, my a legitimate superhero? <laughs> <Avengers>? <laughs> yeah. No, just that, um, you know, I can be very headstrong when it comes to this kind of stuff. Mm. And I am one of those people that's learn through my own mistakes. But So am I. And it, it scares me as well because, like, I keep... I don't... <laughs> I've got a lot more learning to do. That's all right, though. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty much... I think we can call that an episode. So, I would just like to say thank you so much for listening today. Yeah, I hope you liked our Reddit stories. It's our first go at finding Reddit stories. Well, my first go at looking at Reddit. Yeah, period. your first go at looking at Reddit. Um, I'm hopeless, I she, know. Georgie came in with the um, essays. Yeah. The, the book-long story. That yeah. <laughs> so one of us had to keep it short and sweet for once. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. And remember, everyone, stay, stay disgraceful. Disgraceful the podcast is hosted by Sarah and Georgie, edited by G. Wilson. If you want to hear more from Disgraceful the podcast, follow us and give us five stars wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Disgraceful the podcast.